And then they say, well, what can we do about it? How can we stop it? You know, you can't, <laughs> you can't get a terrorist to sit down for a therapy session because if you could, you'd already have them sat down and they wouldn't be terrorizing anyone, right? So that's not going to work. You are listening to What We Should Have Learned in School. I, I liked where you were going, especially with um, the problem is not, you know, blame and judgment and good guys and bad guys. Like if we could figure it out that way, we would have already figured this thing out. You know, yes. unfortunately, the problem is, unfortunately, the problem is a lot closer to home and nobody wants to see it. The real cause of terrorism. Now, here's the way I really see it. Terrorism is a physical manifestation of a spiritual disease that has infected the collective consciousness of humanity. It's a physical manifestation of a spiritual disease. And that spiritual disease, you know, I, I call it the outside in, but it's the illusion that the hate and the anger and the fear and the insecurity that we all sometimes feel, the illusion that that's coming from something outside of us. And in this case, a particular group of people, like they're the cause of all of these feelings that I'm going through. So when people look at Islam and they have issues with it, they're having an emotional reaction and they're believing that the fear and the insecurity that they're feeling is, it's coming from Islam or it's coming from Muslims or it's coming from the TV screen, you know? Um, and that, and the exact same thing happens vice versa. You got, you know, if you have a, a, a terrorist in the Muslim world, they're seeing, you know, other people near them, you know, Muslims who they see as not being good enough or, you know, bad Muslims or people in other parts of the world of different religions. They're looking at them and they're saying all of the fear and the hatred and the anger and everything that I'm feeling is coming from them. And if you genuinely believe it's coming from somewhere out there, you're going to do whatever you need to do to fix that thing out there. And if that thing out there is another person, you know, you're, you're going to go. <laughs> it's the starting point of insanity to believe that feeling comes from somewhere other than thought in the moment. It's the starting point of insanity. Yeah, it, it may be overstating the case, but, but if there was a solution to terrorism, then people say, well, you know what? Okay, okay, so it, it doesn't come from Islam. Let's say terrorism doesn't come from Islam. If they, hopefully, by the time people see what Islam actually teaches, that will be obvious to everyone. Like, okay, well, anybody who's looking at these teachings, there's clearly nothing there to justify terrorism. So then what's causing it, right? And I would say, well, it's the outside-in illusion that something other than thought in the moment is causing your feeling. You know, the hatred and the anger that I feel is coming from outside of me. And then they say, well, what can we do about it? How can we stop it? You know, you can't, <laughs> you can't get a terrorist to sit down for a therapy session because if you could, you'd already have them sat down and they wouldn't be terrorizing anyone, right? So that's not going to work. But, there's, but there is something much... See, this is where I go a little woo-woo. So I hope I, you can give me space to do that. But if terrorism is a physical manifestation of a spiritual disease that's infected the collective consciousness of humanity, if terrorism comes from the collective consciousness of humanity, how can you raise the collective consciousness of humanity? The truth is there's only one way, and that's to raise your own consciousness, to become more conscious yourself. To become, you want to stop terrorism? Don't be a terrorist to yourself, in your own mind, to your family, to the people around you, to your loved ones, with your words, with your actions. If you want to stop terrorism, like catch yourself when you, you're about to angrily lash out at someone and realize that that feeling comes from inside of you as well. 
you know, obviously, you know, if there's any other way of stopping terrorism that's physical or whatever, you know, I, I trust authorities to do everything that they can. So in keeping with this theme, I've had a really difficult time finding any objective information about the religion of Islam. The loudest or the most popular people speaking on this topic are doing the same exact thing and they don't even see it. They're accusing the other of persecuting them or discriminating against them or putting them somehow in danger and they hold on really strongly to their belief that their point of view is ultimately 100% right and it's the moral thing to do, that they're the good guys. I, I, I just would encourage listeners to really get curious and at, at the very least, you know, start to question what you think you know about others. I'll put that in quotes, others. <laughs> Yeah, You know, and and are we all really that different? It seems to me that human beings generally want the same things, security, Mm. love, a roof over their head. You know, investigate for yourself. Why does this occur? It, It seems that, you know, blaming is easy. It's easy to do in our everyday life, too. We can blame our boss, our kids. The train for making us miserable or angry. I really encourage listeners to investigate what else is there. What could be the actual cause of distress? And, and if it's always worth acting out when you have distressing feelings, because in my experience, no feeling state stays for that long. And for me, if people stop taking they're thinking so seriously and, you know, coming from that place of insecurity, we all feel insecure. I, I, can I speak for you on that moon that you have insecure? Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. You know? Yes. And to start to yeah, see I, the, the shared humanity mm, piece. Yeah, that's what, that's what can give us hope and, and compassion is seeing that, yeah, these people that make it to the news, <laughs> they've, they've taken it to, a, to another level, but it's the same insecurity, the same fear, the same uh, anger that we feel, the same uh, hatred that, that we, we, we don't want anyone to know, but secretly it comes up, you know, the same short temper. They have all the same, you know, it must be like hell to live inside the, the mind of a terrorist. It must be really, really awful. Just to have so much painful thinking that the best idea you have on how to stop it is to try and fix the world by killing all the people that you think are causing it. Like how how messed up does that does how pain how much pain must you be in to do that? You know, one of my coaches, Keith Blevins, um, he's an inside out paradigm coach, and he he uh, in many ways kind of founded the whole inside out. You know, distilled Sydney Banks' teachings, and, and he said to me once, he said, "You know, when there was this uh, this attack in Orlando, where the, this uh, very insecure lone wolf, lone whatever guy goes in and he just starts killing people in a in a nightclub, 
And on the news, they were reporting, you know, there's been 51 victims. And he said, no, there were 52. No one ever counts the terrorist as a victim. They're a victim on every level. They're a victim of their own insanity. They're a victim of their own psychology. They're a victim of their own, uh, like, mental illness. And then they're a victim of their own harm. They were a danger to themselves and others. They harmed themselves and others. Even though, you know, that person was shot and killed. There was no trial. There was no, you didn't get put in an asylum. He was shot and killed. And, you know, we can say, well, yeah, you know, that may have been the right thing to do. It may have even been the necessary thing to do, right? Probably was. But the point is, the amount of insane thinking that has to happen inside of a person's head before they could do something like that, I don't care. You know, they are insane. Like, they have this this disease, this mental disease. They think that their feelings are coming from outside of them. Muslims will, you know, they'll say, oh, no, you know, we shouldn't say that, uh, you know, for me, it doesn't matter what religion you, you were born into or you're claiming, you know, that's not why you're killing people. You're killing people because there's, there's something off happening between your two ears. If we can see that, then maybe there's a bit more hope. We can see that even, we all go crazy sometimes. <laughs> you know, we, I certainly go crazy sometimes. I, I go outside and I start believing the outside world. The other day I was in traffic and I was getting angry. I was like, oh, why these cars all here? Ah, I was getting really angry. And then I was just like, wow, that's crazy. <laughs> why would I be angry about other cars existing? You know, <laughs> um, but we all do that. We all do that sometimes. But none of us, you know, would do it. would go so far down that road that we can't see the forest from the trees and we actually start harming other people, even though, you know, and by the way, you know, terrorists, here's just a bit of useful information. The radicalization process happens in three to six months. These people are becoming terrorists. They're not. And the worst thing, the, the way that they know, and this is based on MI5 studies and there's a, a Guardian article that links to it, but the way that, they, the way that a, a, a radicalizer would know not to waste time with someone is if they're really well grounded in their religion. Right? No one's ever going to radicalize me. It's just not possible. Because I already, know, I already know what the prophet teaches. Peace and blessings be upon him. I already know it's a religion of love. Like, if, if you tried radicalizing me, you'd probably become a peace-loving human being, right? Um, and, you know, the people that are vulnerable, they're people who don't really know their religion very well. You know, the 9-11 people, they were going to strip clubs the night before they did the attacks and that kind of thing. Something to bear in mind, because I know that there's this big myth out there that these are religious people and that the religion is causing them to do this stuff. And, and I just don't see any truth in that. Um, I can have compassion for them, not because of their religion, because I don't believe that they even follow the religion that I follow. I can have compassion for them because of their psychology, because their minds have, like, they have so much misunderstanding that it's dangerous for others and for themselves. And, uh, and I pray that we're all protected from that, from that kind of mental turmoil that could lead to anything bad happening. Yeah, and I just kind of am struck by a, a glimmer of hope in this realization that there is a shared humanness because from there, I'm not saying I have all the answers, I'm, I certainly don't, 
But from that place, from a more neutral place, you can then begin to come together as political groups, organizing groups, governing bodies, and think creatively as well how to address mm. these situations. I don't see really any of that happening. Now, granted, I'm not authorized for, you know, <laughs> secret access files yeah. or anything like that, but, you know, uh-huh. it's like what you said, you know, of course, attend to it as we, as we have. But I feel that there's got to be a better way, at least yeah. an alternative way. And, and that's why I like exploring the principles of being human on this show because it's yeah. remarkably practical. And, and I love that. I love what you just said. It, it would be beautiful if we could see the shared humanity. Then it wouldn't be like one group of humans being pitted against another, like Islam and the West or America and Muslims. Like, no, it really isn't that way at all in reality. Um, but, but, we're, <laughs> but it's spoken about in that way. And the moment that the shared humanity, the moment people realize like, like, I honestly think, like, the, the public of the West, Western public has been given two exactly self-contradictory messages. One is that Islam is a religion of peace, and the other is that Islam is the cause of terrorism. They can't both be true. <laughs> like, that wouldn't make any sense. Well, the, the second truth is, isn't true. I know lots of terrorists right. that were, you know, well, I don't know them personally, but Germans, you know, Nazis, we could say they were terrorists. The man right. who went to the yeah. church and shot up the right. people. In the south, uh, a couple yeah, years ago, yeah. you know. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we just saw last week in in Charlottesville, and we saw it's all of. The, and then you know, and plus we're using this really very politicized term of terrorism, which is a, it's only terrorism when a certain group of people do it, and not others. So the question is for me, what makes terrorism evil? And it's not the politics of the person or the ideology of the person or anything like that. What makes terrorism evil? is that innocent people are getting killed and harmed. And for me, it doesn't really matter what ideology caused it. That's just the, the crazy thinking that's going on in the head of the person doing the killing. Like, I don't care what ideology or politics someone has. What I care about is, have they gotten so far away? Have they taken their thinking so seriously that based on those thoughts, they're now willing to kill people? It doesn't really matter to me who's fighting for what, or what the ideology is. The really important thing that makes it problematic makes it so bad is that innocent genuinely innocent people are, are being killed that's that's what does it for me and that's a very human problem and it's existed since the beginning of civilization and all spiritual teachings from all spiritual and religious teachers have done everything they can to try and stop that you know if you want to Create peace in all of the world. Create peace in all of yourself. If you want to heal the world, heal yourself. If you want to raise the consciousness of humanity, raise your own consciousness. That's the only way I can see that any, that any of us could really transcend this. It's not going to happen from politics. It's going to happen from, from a spiritual or psychological place. Well, I could chat with Mamoon for ages. In fact, our interview was, I think it was kind of close to uh, to two hours and trying to dial that into three relatively easy to digest episodes has been a real exercise for me. <laughs> but I liked where Mamoon was going in this episode and really inviting us to see the bigger picture, that this actually is bigger than just Islam versus the West, that 
throughout time, there has been an us versus them mentality that has fueled an insane amount of pain and suffering. And so it may be that the conversation is centered around the religion of Islam right now, but it wouldn't be a far stretch to say that if we had a time machine and could move into the future, that there would be some other group that was against another group. Maybe it would be many groups in fighting like we find today. It's not just religious groups that are at odds. It's political groups. It's countries. It's ethnic groups. It's it's so much. There's so much divisiveness, but it's the same root cause. And so unless we as human beings can wake up to and become more knowledgeable about this mechanism of human beings to be so easily seduced by our emotions and to so easily stereotype people that we label as other or different than us, until that happens, it seems to me as well that this cycle is going to keep repeating itself over and over again. If we want the next 1,000 years to be different than the past 1,000 years, we have to start doing something differently. And fundamentally, this evolution is not that difficult individual by individual. So to keep uncovering more about this process, I encourage you to click that subscribe button. One simple click really could make all the difference in your life and in the greater world.